This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk back again with you guys for another episode of our preview series show in which we look at the next Arsenal fixture on the calendar. Today's show is all about Arsenal's game against Leicester City at the King Power Stadium. Tomorrow, uh, a really interesting game, of course, because Leicester are very unpredictable. Meanwhile, Arsenal have got all the pressure on themselves to try and get a result on the road once again after that dramatic late win against Aston Villa last week. As always, for our preview shows, we're joined by three fantastic members of our Discord server. Let's introduce you to them now. First of all, it's Dom. How are you doing, Dom? You good, Joel? Yeah, I'm very good, thanks. Hope you're good, hope you're well. Hope everyone's feeling good. Looking forward to the game. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Absolutely, we are. Uh, it's been it's weird when Arsenal have a game in midweek now. It's like it's dragging all the way through to the weekend again. You're just trying to like count down the days to the next fixture, but it's here, and uh, and we're very happy for it. Uh, we're also joined by Garrett. How you doing, Garrett? You good? You well? Yeah, I'm good, Tom. Thanks for having me back on. Yeah, looking forward to uh, having a chat about the game. About the game. Absolutely, mate. Pleasure. Pleasure as always. And finally, making his debut and completing our quartet today, it's James. How you doing, James? Uh, I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on, Tom. Absolute pleasure. Where are you joining us from, James? Uh, Indiana in the United States. Wow, obviously. nice. I did detect a twang, so I was curious. <laughs> so, yes, but thank you so much uh, for jumping on for the first time. Always a great one to have uh, have a debutant on as well. We had plenty of new faces over the last year or so, so it's great to add a new one. Uh, and speaking of adding new faces, Aaron Knowles, thank you so much for joining up as a member as well in the chat box. Thank you and welcome to the TGT community. Uh, 51st President, I'll be talking all about Gunapalooza at the end of the show. So for our US-based listeners, make sure you stick around because I've got some US-based news to talk about at the end of the show. But first of all, Arsenal Leicester. Dom, how are we feeling about this one? Do you know what? I have no idea because we don't know which Leicester's going to turn up. So mm. um, I think it's it's one of those where... Um, We've got to really think about what we do, and and you know, and which we always do. It's been it's been the theme of our season pretty much. Um, be wary of what the what the opponent can do, but make sure that we bring our uh, our you know put our best foot forward. Um, so yeah, um, I don't know. I, I've been really surprised by um, Nesta for for good reasons and for bad reasons um, in recent weeks. So so yeah, honestly, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this game, but um, but yeah. As always, um, pretty quietly confident that we'll go out there and do something. But yeah, I just don't know what Leicester's going to turn up. Yeah, you don't. It's, it's very true. They have been a very up and down side so far this season. Garrett, how are you kind of feeling ahead of this approach? Yeah, I mean, I'm a little bit, yeah, apprehensive as well. A bit like, I'm not really sure what's going to happen. I mean, if we, like, if the Leicester that showed up at Old Trafford show up again, I mean, I think they were unlucky not to score in the first half. Mm. I think they really were. I mean, De Gea pulled off some great saves. 
and you know add the fact that they're now going to be at home against us I think we will have uh, the defence will be um, on pressure definitely I don't think this is going to be an easy game um, I think we need to start strong but I think the manner in which we won the last game I think really will have uh, fired all that yeah, the, I mean, that kind of momentum. I mean, I was speaking about this with the, some of the guys after the game. I said, if we'd have won that comfortably, like 2-0, and just kind of eased to a win, maybe that wouldn't have given us the same kind of jolt that we've needed as this kind of really does fire us up. James, how are you feeling ahead of this trip? Uh, I think I'd have to piggyback off what Garrett said, especially with how they looked in the first half in that uh, game against United, and that was at Old Trafford, and we're going to... Lester, the king power. So uh, I think we have to be very wary. But I think if Madison doesn't play, which is the rumor, um, I think our, our chances definitely increase in winning. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that we are nearing a position now, Dom, where most of the players that we've got in the squad are going to be available. Mikel Arteta was speaking in his press conference this morning saying that there might be a space for Thomas Partey in the squad. He has done a little bit of training, it turns out, which is really positive news. Um but there's an argument, I suppose, with Jorginho doing as well as he is, that maybe we shouldn't be risking Partey when we don't necessarily need to. Yeah, I 100% agree with that. Um, I see no reason to to bring Partey back. I think if we were working with Lokonga, maybe even Elneny, then we might kind of risk mm. Partey. But I think where we are, uh, and with the replacement we brought in in, in Jorginho, um, I'd see no reason to rush Partey back. I don't even see any reason to give him any minutes um, unless... There's there's some you know an injury to Jorginho maybe um, is the only reason I would I would um, involve Party at all so yeah um, I I hope I hope he goes for Jorginho um, yeah because I can't really see a good reason for going for Party yeah yeah I agree um, and we'll come on to our lineups but we've all gone for for Jorginho as a bit of a spoiler unsurprisingly so um, because just having someone there that's that good the depth in the squad Garrett is proven to be such an asset this season I remember the end of last season we had about three or four kids you know on the bench um, and, and this time around we've got Fabio Vieira Smith Rose back now Partey hopefully be back and I wouldn't think he'd start but he'd be on the bench you've got uh, Gabriel Jesus very close to coming back as well and I think only two or three weeks away potentially from seeing Jesus back in the squad defensively you've got Kivior now in the team Tierney and Tommy Asu are there holding still there the depth gives us options in what I mean this game actually Garrett kicks off a period of 23 days in which we have seven games I mean that depth is going to be key isn't it yeah absolutely and to be honest I think our January transfer window for the position that we're in now I think it really went perfectly I remember I was on the show the phone-in show you had, and I was kind of pretty positive at the time, but the more I've got to think about it, I mean, Jorginho, like as good as Caicedo is, no doubt about that, I mean, Jorginho has experience. He has experience of winning. Look, that's what we're trying to do, so we need that. Um, Trossard, maybe not to the same extent, you know, winning stuff, but he's an experienced footballer, a very good footballer and in great form. So, yeah, I think this depth is exactly what we needed. And Jesus coming back, I mean, God, I'm, I'm pretty excited about that now, but, you know. I don't want it to be rushed back. I want nobody to be rushed back. I, I just, I don't want someone to come back and then get injured again. I know it can happen and it does often happen when playing back from big injuries and surgery, especially. Um, so yeah, look, now that we have the luxury of depth, I want, I hope, I mean, look, big games, we need them there for sure. But where possible, I, yeah, I use the depth we've got. 
I think James, one of the big challenges Arteta has had this season, you know, is when he's needed to rotate. He's not necessarily always done it. And some people have wanted to see more rotation than maybe he's been willing to give. Players like Kieran Tierney haven't been given, haven't been given too many minutes. Um, up until, of course, Jesus started, Eddie Nketiah was having to deal with minutes from the bench. Fabio Vieira arguably deserves more minutes than he's getting. We've not seen Jakub Kivior at all since he was brought in. Do you think Arteta can do more or do you think he's managing it quite fine at the moment? I think one of the biggest um, things that people talk about with Arteta has always been his ability to rotate, but also you have to look at, like you said, last year we ended the season with kids on the bench. We had 18, 19, 20-year-olds. Now, granted, you can also say that the best player on our team is a 21-year-old, I think, Saka. So now that just means that he doesn't have the same trust in them as he does with Saka and Martinelli because they've they've proven that they need to be trusted. Uh, I think Vieira's getting there. Uh, it's just going to take some time, and it's it's rotation. He'll he'll rotate. I definitely think. In uh, luckily, we got Sporting, like you were hoping for this morning, right? So yeah. I definitely think he'll rotate against them in the Europa League, and that'll be nice. It'll. I, I want to see Kivior play. Like I've I haven't even watched any of his highlights yet, and I'm I'm excited to see him play. Yeah, if I've got this magical power now to predict who we're going to be getting, <laughs> I I'm saying now we're going to beat Leicester. Where Man United are going to lose to Real Betis in the next round, you know. Well, I'm going to it, keep my fingers crossed. Sorry, James, we, go on. No, no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. But I was going to say, we still can't say that you're out of the woods yet with your uh, your curse of going. One one is not good enough. We need a streak to start. And I know you're going this weekend, right? <laughs> I love this. It's not Our members are no longer confined to just the chat box to come on the shows and tell me that this curse exists. I'm not having this. As I said after the, le- uh, after the Villa game, it's done. It's over. It's finished. I will be at uh, the King Power Stadium tomorrow and we will bring home the three points. And if we don't, I'm going to hide. <laughs> I'm going to hide for a very long time. Um, you mentioned sporting, James. Um, Don, what do you make of, of that draw in the Europa League? Obviously, I mentioned that, you know, this seven game, 23 day period is massively congested, but it's much better than, say, picking up a Juventus, you know, in the next round, isn't it? It is, yeah. And um, to be honest, I didn't have much of an opinion on it until you mentioned Sporting today. And then I thought, let me go and have a look and see who it could be. And we were talking mm-hmm. a bit. You were talking a bit this morning about about who who we could have. And uh, yeah, if we're gonna if we're gonna pick anyone, it probably would have been it probably would have been Sporting. Um, but you know, no easy games in this competition, and you know, and all that. You know, we've got to be realistic. And and um, and again, going back to our depth, the fact that we can play. Arguably, you know, well, not arguably, but we could play effectively a second string eleven, full eleven, and 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 be pretty competitive. I mean, there's a few going to be a few people in there that don't have many games in their legs, but uh, we could completely rotate and still put a pretty decent team out there. And we haven't been able to say that. I don't. I don't remember the last time I was able to say that as an Arsenal fan. So I remember looking at Liverpool and um, and City and what they could do over kind of 2018, 19 onwards. And um, yeah, it's the first time we could actually field a, a completely changed we could change 11 and and actually be competitive in most in most games so yeah bring on sport in and, and yeah, hopefully bring on some some heavy rotation and i agree i really want to see kivior play yeah i think it's the chance where we're going to get hopefully the the opportunity to see him play there's a piece out at the moment on football london i did an interview with, with jose miguel who's a portuguese football expert and sporting fan he actually helps us out quite a lot on the channel with whenever we do a tactical breakdown on a on a Portuguese talent, um, and he described it as an impossible task for Sporting uh, to get anything from this. They're not happy with that draw. Um, it's probably the worst draw they could have got, uh, other than obviously maybe Manchester United. But um, 
Could they have played United? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Mm, no, they couldn't have done because they had to go through. In the You see, from this morning, you know I don't know the rules. I haven't got a clue how this competition works. But uh, they could have certainly got a much tougher test. Um, uh, or They wouldn't have been able to get a much tougher test than us. So uh, they aren't happy with that whatsoever. Uh, Gara, um, just to get your thoughts, obviously, on the Europa League side of things and the fixture congestion as well. Um, Sporting Lisbon, we haven't played them since 2018. Um, we only managed to... to actually score one goal across the two fixtures. We drew 0-0 and won 1-0 in their grounds when we last played them. They're they're an interesting team. They're fourth in the Portuguese league at the moment, which when you look at the Portuguese league and the competitiveness of it, Sporting usually in the top three, if not the top two, and have been the last couple of years. They came second last season, won the league the year before that. They've declined since then. Are you pretty happy with that as as an opponent? Yeah, to be honest, um, I hadn't really looked too much at the possible opponents. Um, I, you know, I saw the names in there and was, but I, I like, I think regardless of who we got, obviously we couldn't get United, so that was one of them out. I mean, yeah, it's 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 the best draw for what we got. I mean, yeah, like the likes of Juventus. I'm trying to think of even who the other ones are in there right now. I haven't been paying much attention to it, but like the likes of Juventus. Even now, more apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's good. I think, I think yeah, we can afford to rotate pretty heavily. Um, I'd like to see everybody get a game that's in a while. Tierney, Kivior, Holding. I mean, you do play together in training. Um, maybe, you know, even maybe swap out one, maybe play Kivior and uh, Siba. Or, you know, we'll see what he does. But it'll be interesting. I think um, I'd like to see uh, if we maybe at all change our style up a little bit. Because obviously with Tierney in, he isn't of the same technical ability of Zinchenko. I mean, you know, he's a great player in, in different aspects, of course. But... Technically, he definitely isn't the same level. So I wonder, you know, will we just go back to, you know, how Tierney has played for us for a few seasons or would he, you know, continue some inverted role? So, yeah, it's good. And, I mean, look, matches for us to watch, so I'm happy. But, um, yeah, look, just fingers crossed in the schedule that uh, no one gets hurt. It's just what we can yeah. hope for. Yeah, that's, that is the worry, isn't it? You know, it's the, the idea of, of, and touch wood to everybody quick because, you know, you don't want to talk about uh, injuries right now. It's difficult, but... We are on a track, James, where I think the Europa League in particular, with Jesus returning maybe in a couple of weeks, it could be a great opportunity to kind of ease him back into things. And maybe you can use the Europa League in that way. Do you think that's what Arteta could use it for? If he's back, yeah, especially um, if he's ready. Now, like we said earlier, we don't want to rush players back because just look what happened to ESR when he came back. Mm. He played, what, 10 minutes and then was out for another three weeks because he just strained a thigh muscle. Like, you know, it's... If he's not 100%, I don't want him touching the field because we need him in the long run. And he is, next to Saka, he's our best player. I, and I should ask because I've just, there's, there's three things that I've got a reason why I'm going to ask this question. A, you're American. B, I've noticed two things in your background. One being a poster of Ramsdale. Two being, I think, is that an Invincibles era goalkeeper shirt? I think so I it have, might be. I have no proof that it's legit. I have a, I had a friend that used to be yeah. a thrift store and he got it for me. Uh, the, right. the crest in the middle does say Highbury and it has the years that we were at Highbury. Well, the O2 was the sponsor during right. that, that period. So, right. And, and that's I, autographed by Jens Lehmann. Yeah. I thought it might have been Jens Lehmann. I do remember him in the, in the orange. So a goalkeeper fan, are we, or is it just. <laughs> I'm at, so I actually played keeper all, all my life through soccer and, um, that that poster was made by a guy that a friend of mine found on Twitter named Dan Designs, and that save is actually from last year at Leicester. Leicester, really? That's that save. Oh, yeah, brilliant. I can pull it off the wall and show you. 
<laughs> how apt did that works exactly perfectly um sticking with the Europa League there Matt Turner is going to get an opportunity to play again you must be incredibly over the moon with how he's kind of really grown as a player uh this season he was really doubted when he first came in he did really well at the World Cup for yourselves as well so you must be great to see him playing for Arsenal right now yeah I love it and I love the um I don't know if you saw it, but before he even put on an Arsenal shirt, he at his last game for I think it was the Revolution is that we played for before. Mm-hmm. Um, he he was signing autographs, and a kid had a Tottenham shirt on, and he <laughs> yeah. would not sign an autograph for the kid. And I loved yeah. that. I think I retweeted it and everything. It was it was phenomenal. But yeah, I love seeing him actually grow, and especially grow with uh, the American team because mm-hmm. he started playing really late in his life. So. Yeah, he's the he's the first player I managed to speak to in the mix zone um, since starting a new job, and he's ge- a real genuine nice guy. Maybe it's just because he's not been properly media trained yet, so he's very talkative with us. But uh, he was he was great to speak to. I don't know Mike from the Goodness Boys also had a, a chat with him, which may have scarred him for life. But uh, you know, uh, hopefully Turner will come. Maybe that's why he had his bit of a slow start at the club. It was it was all Mike's fault. Um, but uh, let's let's go to the lineups then. Uh, I think we're starting with Dom's. We are indeed. Dom, for the benefit of the audio listeners, talk us through eleven. Explain your reasons why and your star player. Sure, uh, no worries. So um, starting with um, Ramsdale in goal, uh, right back is uh, Ben White, Saliba, Gabriel in the middle, and Zinchenko left back. Jorginho, um, let's call it defensive midfield, <laughs> um, and then um, Shaka and Odegaard in their normal positions. Uh, I've gone for Trossard and Ketia Saka um, up top. Um, I think most of it speaks for itself. Um, as we've said, uh, Jorginho starts for me. Uh, there's absolutely no reason to to bring Party back for this unless Jorginho's injured. Um, and um, yeah, I think everything else kind of speaks for itself. Maybe the only other one that I'd, I'd, I'd talk through is the Trossard thing and also my star man. So I've gone for Trossard to start, but I've gone for... Martinelli as a, as a star man because I f- just feel like um, I feel like he is going to come off the bench either to kind of help us towards victory or to you know to to kind of make a difference and get us back in the game. I've just got a feeling that um, he's going to come off the bench and, and do um, do something, um, contribute like as he did uh, against Villa. Um, so yeah, so that's that's my team. I think yeah, not not many surprises in there. I think. Um, yeah, I, I don't see a reason. I again, I don't think this is a, a time to um, to bring Tierney back in. Sinchenko is doing very well. And um, I actually do want to see a little bit more of that, of how that left-hand side is going to work um, with Trossard and, and Shaka and Sinchenko and how they how they all kind of work together. So, um, yeah, I think I think the, the Leicester right-hand side is a bit of a concern. They've got some, they've been doing quite well over there. But again, it depends which Leicester turns up. But um, but yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how the right hand side of Leicester uh, impacts that left hand side for us. But um, but yeah, I think I think this team is more than capable of going out there and doing a job. And uh, yeah, I hope they do. Good stuff, Garrett. Talk us through yours, my friend. Yeah, so I have gone with Zinchenko, Gabriel Saliba, White, Jorginho midfield. Like Dom said, I need. Don't see any need to rush him. Originally, I did have part in by accident, but uh, when I realised, uh, I quickly changed that because yeah, there's just no need. Um, and I don't like Jorginho was great last game, you know, so there's absolutely no need. Um, Jacques and Odegaard, you know, pretty standard. And then up front, Martinelli and Kedi and Saka. I think after that goal, um, Martinelli got last week. I think that'll have fired him back up, and I think he'll maybe have done enough to get the start week. Um, but I do think Saka will be the star player. I think. 
kind of showing a bit of an edge to his game now. He's kind of not really taking any crap from people. You know, you saw when Coutinho kind of took a nibble at him. You know, he pushed him. And he was kind of, I don't know, I think that was a bit, you know, he's just kind of putting a bit more into it, bringing a little different side to his game. And I think against a team like Leicester, whose defense is a bit suspect, I think. Um, it's, it's fair to say. It's more than um, a bit. It's massively <laughs> suspect, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I think Zaka will uh, will shine. I could see him definitely scoring one and assisting one or two. And yeah, he's. Uh, I think he's going to feature in a lot of people's fantasy teams uh, with it being a double game week for Arsenal as well. Um, I'm not talking about fantasy, all the while Ojo's top of the table. We just refuse. We're refusing to talk about fantasy. That's the most you're going to get out of me until he's he's knocked off his perch. <laughs> so that's it. Uh, and James, uh, I know you've gone with a, a very similar team, of course, but talk us through your selection and your star man as well. Yeah, I went with the exact same team as Garrett. I mean, I don't see any reason to change what Arteta has been doing. I mean, aside from obviously Jorginho for, for party, but yeah, Ramsdale and goal, Zinchenko, Gabriel Saliba, White, uh, Georgie playing the, the, the six there, uh, Jaka Odegaard, and then the same front three that has been leading us all season. Um, I went with Saliba as my star man because I think after that goal that Ollie scored in, in five minutes, he he needs to be looking to bounce back and do a lot better than he has been. Everyone's talked about how he hasn't been playing his best since coming back from the World Cup. And yes, I agree. I think that he just needs to find that edge. And I don't know if it's maybe the contract situation looming in his back of his mind, but I hope that's not the case. But I went with him with my star man because I, he needs a bounce back game. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it was interesting actually seeing the interview that went up on the Arsenal website today mm-hmm. uh, with Saliba, him saying like he wants to win everything with Arsenal. Um I mean, that's, I don't know how committal you can get without saying I want to, you know, sign a new deal. It was as good as it could be uh, regarding that. So I think that that was obviously great uh, to see. Uh, in terms of my team, uh, a couple of changes, actually. I've taken Xhaka out uh, for this one, brought Fabio Vieira into that position. I just think Xhaka has been off a little bit. Um, and there's also the element of when you play Xhaka and Jorginho together, that, that lack of mobility in the midfield, I think, gets highlighted. If Xhaka starts, we'll have a problem with it, don't get me wrong. I just think if there's a game that you can bring Vieira in, I think it might be this one, especially ahead of a game in midweek against Everton at home, where you can then, I think, bring Xhaka in fairly confidently in that home game. I think Vieira did well when he came off the bench uh, against Villa and certainly contributed to us getting that kind of final flourish that saw us win. Uh, and Ketty has played every single game so far since the World Cup, so I have no issue with with moving Trossard into that centre forward role. I think also in Ketty had that massive chance he had a couple of moments. I just I can't quite trust him at the moment. If he's in that opportunity to put that chance away, and you know Trossard, I think is is still worthy of giving an opportunity to, to play. I think this gives us a really attacking lineup as well. And I think that if you're going to go to Leicester, a team that have shipped goals a lot throughout this season. Uh, I think there's a lot of opportunities here to see plenty of goals. But I don't think it'll be this, for the record. I think it'll be probably the same team that we saw. In fact, I think it'll probably be Garrett and, and James's team um, that we see uh, tomorrow. I think that's probably the most likely lineup to come out. In terms of a star man, I've gone with Odegaard because uh, I saw a tweet from Jamie Carragher. I don't know if you saw this as well today, talking about Player of the Year awards. Didn't even mention him. Just mentioned Haaland and Rashford. And I'm thinking... Hold on, who's top of the league and who's been arguably our best player all season? I don't know how he's not within a shout of being talked about in player of the year, but uh, Odegaard needs to have a banger this weekend just so he can remind everybody of just how good he is. Right, let's uh, let's go to predictions then. Chat box, time to get your 
score lines into the chat. Dom, we'll start with you. Score line and scorers, please. Tight 2-1. Um, and I'm going for Martinelli coming off the bench to score the winner and um, starting things off with uh, Ben White Screamer. Lovely stuff. <laughs> stealing my ideas now. Stealing them. <laughs> You're going to be forgetting how the Europa League works very soon. Uh, Garrett, uh, tell us your scoreline and scorers, please. Yeah, I'm going to go with the 3-1. Um, I'm going to go with Saka, Martinelli and Eddie to get one. Lovely stuff. And James, finish us off, mate. Uh, I'm going 3-0, and Kedia with a header finally gets one in the back of the net with his head. Um, and then I'm going to go Saka with a brace. Lovely stuff. Uh, I think on the left, I had to predict the next five games, which I'll tell you what was a challenge. Um, I think I went with 3-1 Arsenal. Um, obviously, uh, I'll have to use a Dom special now and go for the Ben White screamer uh, <laughs> and uh, and go for a couple of goals from Bakaya Saka as well, because I could really use him to pick up the points during this double game week for fantasy as well. So, yeah, I'm going to go over 3-1 win. Let's see what you guys are saying in the chat box. Uh, Rancid says 3-1 Arsenal, Saka, Trossard and Ketia. Vlad says 3-1 as well. Saka, Eddie, Erdegaard. Uh, Temi's going for a nervy 3-2 Arsenal win. I'm not sure my heart could take that. Uh, Javier says 2-1 Arsenal, Eddie and Ketia with a penalty. Uh, Virai's going for a 4-2 Arsenal. Uh, Himney's going for a 3-1 Odegaard, Saka, Tomiyasu. So Hill's going for a 2-0. DJ D10's going for a 3-2 Arsenal win. Dan says 5-0, Saka with five goals because I've got him as my triple captain. How <laughs> selfish. Uh, Aaron says 4-1 Arsenal, Eddie, Saka and Martinelli. And Aaron, of course, is one of our brand new members, as is Kurt Gerald's. Uh, or Gerald's. Uh, I'm not sure exactly how I'm going to pronounce that correctly. It looks Scandinavian. So I'm hoping I'm doing that the justice. But do, Kurt, tell me if I've made you look an absolute mug uh, <laughs> and give me the phonetics of that. I'd appreciate it. Uh, Aditya says 3-0 Saka, Odegaard, Trossard. Um, and Kurt, our brand new member, says 3-1 Saka, Trossard and Odegaard as well. I'll round up some more predictions as we close off the show. Before I go anywhere, though, uh, a quick announcement. Uh, and that is that on the weekend of Friday, April 21st through to Sunday, April 22nd, um, and yeah, I'm pretty sure, yeah, 23rd, sorry, Sunday 23rd, all the way through that weekend. I'm having a mare today, I'll tell you. Um, but we've uh, got a fantastic event going on in Chicago uh, called Goonapalooza, uh, all organized by Arsenal America and specifically the Chicago Gooners. I've been very, very kindly invited to take part in, uh, in, in a live podcast that we're going to be doing alongside Elliot and Paul from the Arsenal Vision. Our good friend John, uh, used to be Miami John, now he's moved to Chicago and he's Chicago John is going to be joining me on my side for our TGT representative. And it's all going to be hosted by some guy called Mike from the Gooners pod. So uh, it's going to be a fantastic event uh, across three days. Fingers crossed the Arsenal-Southampton game will also be going ahead. It's, it's that annoying fixture that is completely dependent on, A, them getting knocked out in the FA Cup before the semifinals, and B, us progressing to the quarterfinals of the Europa League as well, which we, after we drew Sporting, I'm quite hopeful of. But that's probably going to be on the Sunday. Um, but the link to the event for Gunapalooza is in the description. I'm going to be talking about this more in tomorrow mornings, but I was aware that because I'm doing this in the evening, there's a lot more US-based listeners tuning in for this show than there would be in the morning show. Um, but if you are able to attend and you're in the US or you're able to go to the US uh, over the weekend of April 21st through to April 23rd, do get involved. Um, tickets are limited, so do make sure you get them before they miss or they run out. So that would be great. Um, but there you go. Any, If you want any information about that, do send me a DM and I'll try and help you um, 
with anything that you need. I can't reserve tickets, so please, please don't come to me say, make sure you get me a ticket. Um, just go buy them, um, but do ask if you've got any questions. Anyway, uh, a massive thank you to my brilliant panel of guests tonight. Dom, thank you for your time, mate. As always, tell people where they can find you. Yeah, no worries, Tom. Thanks for having me on again. Um, yeah, um, you can find me uh, streaming my DJ sets on Twitch. Um, I'm at Dom C the DJ everywhere. Give me a follow, jump in when you see me go online. And uh, yeah, I'll be um, probably on that sofa behind me um, trying to catch um, the games over the next few weeks. Uh, that's about it, really. Absolutely lovely stuff. You need to um, check out Subfocus's new tune that's dropped today, Dom, uh-huh. if you haven't already. Uh, Vibration, mm-hmm. it's called. Very good. Very good indeed. I'll send you a link to it later. It's a proper anthem of a track, is what it is. Um, Garrett, thank you for your time, my friend. As always, tell people where they can find you. Yeah, cheers, Tom. Thanks for having me on. It was a good chat. Um, Yeah, you can find me in the Discord. Um, So by all means, yeah, join up and uh, get in there. Absolutely. He's uh, he's well-trained, is Garrett, these days. He knows exactly what to say and when to say it. Um, and lastly, James, fantastic debut, mate. Really, really did well. Thank you so much for taking the courage to jump on. I know it can be a bit nervy coming on the first time, but I thought you did fantastic. Tell people where they can find you, fella. No, I, I really appreciate you doing this. It's nice that we get just random people on here to join in the conversation. Um, but just find me in the Discord server. I'm Ginger Gooner. There you go. I wonder why. I wonder why. It doesn't show, um, does it? It's the same as the shirt as well. You just love the colour orange. <laughs> That's the way that it goes. Um, thank you, everybody, uh, for tuning in in the chat box. Appreciate your time. Make sure you give much love to my three fantastic panellists today. They really were really good. Uh, and uh, as I said, Gunapalooza. I saw a comment earlier on from 51st President. It says, hey, Tom, how much for a TGT swag are you bringing with you to Gunapalooza? I'm flying in from Vegas. I want to snag one of those hats while I drink the old style and malor. Now I've heard a lot about this malor, James. Do you? You're shaking your head. Mm-mm. Tell me about this malor. What is it? I've only ever had it one time, and I, I it's not like it doesn't make you want to throw up, but it is not <laughs> something good. And I, I love beer, so like I, yeah, I, old style is not good either. So I don't even know why he said either of those things. They're just <laughs> Chicago staples that suck. Well, Chicago is going to be where we're at, and I imagine that I'm going to get plied with some of this stuff. Uh, I have been warned by several people, and as soon as I said the word and I saw James shaking his head, it didn't fill me with any more courage than I've already got about it. So, yeah, I'll have to report back as to how that goes. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Appreciate your time. Do drop a like on the video and subscribe to the channel if you're new. Have a fantastic evening, weekend. I'll be back tomorrow morning, of course, at 8 a.m., and then we'll be breaking down all the reaction from the game against Leicester on Sunday morning as well with plenty more content to come to. Uh, Have a good day, have a good evening, have a good morning, wherever you happen to be in the world. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.